Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Got a lot to get into today. I don't even know where to start. I was gone yesterday, and I'm sure Mike Sempervivi talked about most of the stories, but... On my list of things to potentially discuss today, the WWE writer shakeup, which occurred over the last couple of days. Lots of changes to the writing structure of the WWE programs, Raw, SmackDown, 205 Live. And interestingly enough, this is all coming on the heels of AEW doing a storyline revolving around the disappearance, the legitimate disappearance of Chris Jericho's AEW World Heavyweight title, where without any writers whatsoever, Chris Jericho crafted his own storyline, and it resulted in the most requested shirt in the history of PWTs. Well, that and the bubbly. I guess there's uh, two different things we're talking about here, but he crafted a storyline about his missing title. Everybody's been talking about it. It's all over Twitter, etc., and the belt has been recovered. We can tell you the whole story about that, as well as... The upcoming lineup for several shows. We got new matches for the NXT TV debut. We got new matches for the AEW pay per view. We got ratings from this past Monday and Tuesday. If you want to talk about SmackDown, you can. We've got updates on pretty much everything New Japan, WWE, AEW. And of course, today we'll talk about whatever is on your mind. 844 411 5411 is the phone number. That is toll free 844 411 5411. Should also state that when we come back from commercial, I don't like to say that I told you so, but every year we do a prediction contest. And this year I entered the prediction contest. And it's looking right now that not only am I going to win, but nobody's even going to come close to beating me in this prediction game. I'm going to tell you what I predicted. It's literally exactly what is happening. We'll kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Tired of wearing the same five shirts every week? We can help. 
Stitch Fix is a personal styling service that matches you with your own stylist. Someone who listens to what works for you and delivers clothes right to your door. So you take the hassle out of shopping and find new styles that leave you feeling great. It starts with a simple profile you create in just minutes. Explore different styles and leave notes for your stylist about what you like. For a small $20 styling fee, your clothes are hand-selected for you based on your profile. And then delivered to you so you can try them on in the comfort of your own home. Pay only for what you keep and send everything else back. Plus, the styling fee is applied to what you keep and shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. With Stitch Fix, you'll get access to great looks ranging from refined to rugged. And everything is hand-selected to fit your physique and your budget. Discover the stylist and styles that work for you at stitchfix.com. Personal styling for men, women, and kids. stitchfix.com. Personal styling for everybody. Is your thinning hair prematurely aging you? Do you see scalp where there used to be hair? Don't let your hair loss take over. Take control with Hairmax, the pioneer in laser hair growth. Hairmax laser band stimulates your follicles where hair loss starts at the root, immersing your scalp in nourishing laser energy with the equivalent of 246 total laser coverage. Use it just a few minutes, three days a week to revive your hair follicles and regrow your hair. It's FDA cleared and clinically proven for both men and women. So if you're seeing your hair thinning or that bald spot getting bigger, don't sit by and watch your hair wither away. Protect the hair you have while growing new hair you'll love. Maximize your results with Destiny Hair Therapy, brimming with Bioactive ingredients essential for healthy hair. Order now at HairMax.com or call 1-800-9-REGROW and save 15% with code GROW15. That's HairMax.com or 1-800-9-REGROW. Save 15% with code GROW15. It's summertime once again, which means pool parties, barbecues, and relaxation, but it also means home projects, which aren't much fun. So why not let Home Advisor take them off your hands? From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area, letting you get back to summer fun. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use Home Advisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online, no more phone tag, HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done. So don't wait. Get those projects done now and make the most of your summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I haven't even bragged about my victory in the prediction contest for the year 2019 yet. No, already this guy's trying to ruin my trying to ruin my party here. I'll read his his email here in a moment, but we do prediction contests every year. This year I made my prediction. I rarely make predictions. But once I heard that the WWF Winged Eagle belt was on the line, I knew I had to make one. So I predicted that there was going to be the draft, as usual this year, 
after WrestleMania. And because SmackDown was going to Fox, everybody was going to say, oh, they're going to load up that SmackDown show. SmackDown's going to be the A show. Blah, blah, blah. And that was not going to happen. And that they would do a second draft right before SmackDown went to Fox. Did I miss any part of that prediction? No. Bang on. Now, this fella here says, Brian, why are you opposed to the draft show next month? This stupid wildcard rule coming to an end is the best thing that could happen with WWE main roster TV. It was killing both Raw and SmackDown with overexposure in name of big names showing up everywhere. In the name of big names showing up everywhere. Well, my friend, this is one of those things in professional wrestling. It's like star ratings. If, in your opinion, Raw and SmackDown are better with exclusive talent, talent exclusive to Raw, exclusive to SmackDown, if, in your opinion, that's superior, then fine. But you are making a declarative statement here that is, in fact, incorrect. The reason that there is the wildcard rule, which just ended up morphing into there are no brands anymore because... Vince had an idea, and he just couldn't keep track of it. The whole reason they did that was because ratings were absolutely tanking. And so his plan was to do a wild card where the stars could show up on Raw and SmackDown. At first, it was going to be five stars, or maybe it was four, and then it turned into five. And then eventually, it's just they dropped the wild card, and people can show up on whatever brand. It doesn't matter. That's where we are right now. But Well, I, th- I think it was four, but then we didn't know what to do with the tag teams. That's yes, it was going to be four, but then like if you were part of a tag team, you counted as one. So there was like six. Anyway, the point of this is they just dropped it. And they had Raw people on SmackDown, SmackDown people on Raw. They never mentioned them wild card anymore. It just doesn't exist. It is a It is a fact that since they did that, ratings have been up for both of those shows. That is a fact. So you cannot tell me that Raw and SmackDown have been killed by this due to the overexposure of the talent. That has not happened. Absolutely has not happened. I'm fine with the draft. I don't care. All I am pointing out is that in the middle of the summer, with no strong competition on Monday nights, their ratings were so bad that they had to do this wild card and then whatever you want to call it now, the end of the brand split, whatever. They had to do that in order to bring the numbers back up. Now they're going to be going head-to-head on Mondays with Monday Night Football, which hurts them every single year, way more than it just being the summertime does. And their plan is to end whatever they're doing now and have exclusive rosters again. They're going to go back to what they were doing in the summer that saw them at their lowest levels in the modern era. They're going to go back to that right when they're going up against Monday Night Football and right when they need good numbers for SmackDown on Fox. I think that this is ridiculous. I think it's a stupid idea. I think it's an obviously stupid idea. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe things will be, quote, freshened up, as it said on the front page, even though I don't know how you freshen something up by taking away half the talent. But that's what they're going to do. That's their plan. We'll see what happens. Well, you're forgetting about the fact that they did such a great job, though, in the time that they have gotten rid of this 
whole brand split and wild card nonsense. They've done such a great uh, job building up all of these people who are going to be the new super faces of each brand when they split them up again here in the fall. You know what I mean? I mean, look what they've done for uh, um, there was a there was that. uh, Yeah, they, they didn't really do a whole lot when they eliminated everything. So if you were going back to having a brand split, why didn't they get anybody ready to really be, you know, the, uh, is Sami Zayn and, and Shinsuke Nakamura's new act? Is that is that what this is about? I mean, they did nothing to help build up anybody other than, I mean, nobody. And in fact, they did only they only did damage to, to people like Roman Reigns with these stupid-ass storylines that they have with Daniel Bryan and Rowan, which was a whole you know mess from Tuesday, which we won't have to discuss. Thank God Jim was on yesterday. I was able to escape talking about SmackDown on a Wednesday. I was a very happy person about that. But that's the one part that just gets me about this is I understand why – you want the gimmick of having them split and whether you, whether it works or not is a completely different story, but I get the concept of what they're going for, but it's like, this is another time where they've done this and they have not built up anybody new, anybody else. I mean, anything, I mean, look at the momentum that Ali has, has had and has lost Cedric Alexander. I'm sure probably in their minds, they think they're doing a great job with them. No, you haven't. I mean, where's the dynamic person? Where's the person that gets you excited for what's going to be happening in the fall or what's going to be happening with this brand split. I mean, it's just, it blows my mind that you do this and that you don't get anybody ready. All right. So as far as we've got a lot of other news to get into here today, I don't know what you did or didn't talk about with Jim yesterday, but I see you didn't talk about SmackDown. So I will say that it is now, as of right now, it is Roman Reigns versus Rowan at the next pay-per-view. I have no idea what's going on in this storyline. This is, I'm sorry. This is an, an all-time bad, stupid storyline. And people are going to gloss over it because of who is involved in Daniel Bryan. No, oh, they're Daniel not. Bryan. No one's glossing over this. Well, I think he, Daniel Bryan does such a great job. Everything about this is wrestle crap, inductee-worthy, like now, in real time. This is as bad as you could possibly get it, where things, multiple multiple things have been dropped in the middle of the same angle that is going into a wall. It's absolutely amazing. All right, so listen to me. I don't want anyone to even call this a storyline anymore. This is not a storyline. There is no story here. There are a bunch of random things happening that are leading to random events. There is no continuity whatsoever. We've had a mystery vintner who vanished. We had a bunch of stuff tipped over onto Roman Reigns. But now, apparently, Rowan was responsible for everything, even though he was on the other side of the stuff that tipped over. So apparently he pulled it over with, like, an invisible rope now. We haven't even gotten to that aspect of the storyline. we got a There's... really weird relationship with him and Daniel Bryan, which is just weird. Yeah, Daniel Bryan apparently tried to get a fake Vintner because he wanted to prove to people that Rowan didn't do it, but Roman did. I guess Rowan did do it. And I guess Rowan now has turned on Daniel Bryan. I don't know if Daniel Bryan is a heel or a babyface. If it comes out that Brian was responsible, part of his plan was apparently for Rowan to give him a uh, claw chokeslam through. It's the stupidest storyline. And I'm watching old Nitros, by the way. This is one of the dumbest storylines I've ever seen. Is Rowan a a liar or is Daniel Bryan a liar for Roman being a liar or or not for Rowan being a liar? Who knows? There's no answer to any of these questions. And Daniel Bryan doesn't like liars, so if he's a liar... Does he not like himself? Right of course, now? but he'd be a hypocrite. That's that's probably part of the story in the end. But Nobody again, should like himself right now. If it comes out that Daniel Bryan actually was behind all of this, 
That means that part of his plan was for Rowan to beat him up and give him a claw choke slam through the announcer's table. That was part of his plan. That's where this is going if he's behind this. As good as he is, something tells me he's not going to be able to explain this away in the same way like Ole Anderson did when he turned on Dusty Rhodes and how other guys in the past, you know, have had to explain themselves for, you know, taking a beating from somebody and, and then, then turning on him. It's just, uh... We've also got the missing AEW world title belt. The mystery has been solved, although we still don't know who done it. But someone really did it. And it was real, and it's ten times better than the fake Rowan storyline. Back in a moment, Observer Live. If you need anything from a simple home repair to a major remodel, you need to know about HomeAdvisor. It's a totally free service that instantly connects you with top local service pros. HomeAdvisor is a very easy way to find a home contractor, and for me, it's the only way. You can use HomeAdvisor for everything. Your house cleaning, your painting. Electricians, plumbers, handymen. We've had nothing but fabulous every single time. Just select the type of work you need done, and HomeAdvisor's ProFinder technology instantly finds top pros in your area. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use their cost guide to find out what hundreds of other repair and improvement projects cost in your area. I think everybody should use HomeAdvisor. In fact, I tell everybody to use HomeAdvisor. HomeAdvisor is a total solution to any type of work you would ever want to do around your house. And best of all, it's completely free. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? Car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. 
If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. So for those of you not paying attention, keeping track of things, I guess it was a few days ago, Jericho and some others were taking a flight back to the Tampa area, and the flight got diverted, and they ended up in Tallahassee. And so they needed to get from Tallahassee to Tampa. And so they rented this big SUV limo deal. And basically they get in the limo. And on the way there, they decide they're going to stop at the Longhorn Steakhouse. And they get out. And Jericho has a case in his hand with the AW World Heavyweight title, which is in fact worth $29,100. That's the price of this belt. So they go in, and he doesn't want to bring the belt in, so he leaves it in the limousine with everything else. So the limo driver then alerts them that, apparently we picked up a piece of luggage that doesn't belong to any of you, so I need to drive it back to the airport while you guys are having dinner. So he drives to the airport, and then he comes back, and he announces that the belt is gone. What? <laughs> so, Jericho has a podcast, by the way, Talk is Jericho, where he does paranormal shows. I mean, this story needs to be on the show. Well, the belt just vanished. Well. So, they word breaks that the, the belt is gone. And here's the key to this whole story. This is all real. They had a $30,000 belt that vanished. What do you do? Well, Jericho goes to his palatial mansion, and he gets in the hot tub, and he grabs a glass of the bubbly, and he cuts a promo about the worldwide investigation that he is launching to find the missing AEW World Heavyweight title. Now, clearly, like if they hadn't found this belt... They had a second belt. Actually, I don't know if they have the second belt yet, but the second belt is in the process of being created. But one way or the other, like it wasn't like they were not going to have a belt. So they had another belt if need be. Obviously, if this belt had never been found or recovered, I mean, what a storyline they would have. John Moxley shows up with the belt or whoever. I mean, there, there's so many ways that you can go. Who stole the belt? Who was the limo driver? There's a million things that they could have done. The Tallahassee police actually ruined the angle, I guess, because they tweeted that they had recovered it. And I, I, I don't know this, okay? I don't know this. I think that AEW was like, dude, get rid of that tweet. We got something here. But it was too late. So the, the belt has been recovered. The Tallahassee police claimed that a, quote, good Samaritan showed up with the belt that they had, quote, found on the side of the road. Okay. So anyway, Jericho's video is at almost a half million views. This is the one where he was in the hot tub. 
where he was talking about how he was going to start the worldwide investigation. His second video after the belt had been recovered, also now at nearly a half million views. So almost a million views for these two videos. Jericho has gotten over the missing belt. He's gotten over the bubbly. He's selling bubbly t-shirts at PWTs, Pro Wrestling Tees. It's the hottest selling shirt that they've had all month. It was the most requested shirt they ever had. This is all off something that really happened where they had to just find a way to make something good out of something bad that really happened. Let's contrast that, and I hate to do this, but Vince decided that he was going to do a whodunit storyline with Roman Reigns. He's got Roman Reigns. He's got Daniel Bryan. He's got Rowan. They frickin' found a fake Rowan. They've got... They've got two... They got five hours of first-run television to tell this story on the USA Network. They can do literally whatever they want. They can smash into cars. They can they can drop things off forklifts. They've got I don't want to say unlimited money, but trust me, they got a they got nothing resembling the budget that Chris Jericho had for this story. And look at what they came up with. They can do whatever they want. They have full control over this storyline. They've made it up from the get-go. Not one thing went, quote, wrong. I mean, the whole thing went wrong, but, like, nothing went wrong like the belt really got stolen. And that's what they came up with. My point is, one of the most interesting things about the Wednesday Night Wars and AEW, I do not know. I have no idea what AEW is going to do for two hours every Wednesday night. I don't know what their plan is. Clearly, they've got a plan. But one of the major differences between Raw and SmackDown is Raw just had this giant shakeup of the writing crew. For those of you that don't know, they got rid of Ryan Ward, who had been working on SmackDown. And by the way, for those of you that love the glory days of NXT, that was Ryan Ward. They got rid of him, and they've moved Ed Kosky to SmackDown. Ed Kosky is going to be working with Eric Bischoff, who's doing virtually nothing, by the way. Jonathan Beckstrom, who had been doing 205 Live, he's going to be working with Paul Heyman on Raw. They've shaken up this whole wacky writing team that's got like 40 people on it, okay? AW has no writing crew. They have no writers. Somebody yesterday said, you know, is, is Ryan Ward just going to be put on, like, a permanent hiatus because they're worried he's going to go to AEW? He ain't going to AEW because AEW ain't going to have writers. There there are no writers. It's it's wrestlers, and they're going to come up with whatever the matches are going to be. And the wrestlers, they're going to come up with their own storylines, and they're going to cut their own promos, and they're going to do it the way that wrestling used to be done. Like, there's going to be, you know, uh, an overall, you know, Tony Khan is going to kind of like push the direction and the Young Bucks and Cody and everybody's going to have input. But there is no writing crew. There are no writers. So basically what we have here are writers versus no writers. And we're going to find out who can put out the more compelling product. It's going to be fascinating. Right now the winner is Chris Jericho. Well, because he got the belt back. It is Chris Jericho. But uh... Hey, can I say one more thing, Mike? Sure. Sure, Joe. Now listen. When Jericho did that interview in the hot tub with his bubbly, 
I hear all these people going, oh, my God, this is, like, so awesome. I can't believe that Chris Jericho thought of this. I I can't believe that they made something so great out of a a bad – and I was just like, hold on a second. Are you kidding me? Is that – is that what this business has become, where people yes. are flabbergasted that a guy who has been in wrestling for decades figured out a way to make something great out of something bad? That's what we've. That's what this business has come to. That's what wrestling is, everybody. That's what wrestling used to always be. Stuff goes wrong, and you find a way to make it work. Something happens, and you find a way to make it fortuitous. That's what wrestling is. Like, I'm not in no way... Am I trying to say that what Chris Jericho did wasn't awesome because it was? But that's what this business used to be all about. I mean, for crying out loud. I mean, listen, I'm not Chris Jericho, okay? But every storyline that I've put together on this show has been, what can I do with this? What can we do with this? Oh, uh, this person is no longer allowed to do the match. Well, what can we do? Oh, my God. Well, you know, they they found a, a person. What can I do with That's all... Everything that I've done, everything that everybody in independent wrestling has done, New Japan, the indie scene, Ring of Honor, every promotion, that's what wrestling is. You find something and you try to make a fake reality out of it that people are going to get into. That's what Jericho did. That's what's been done in this business forever. Uh, Jim Cornette in Ohio Valley Wrestling when Vince McMahon took a million guys. It wasn't always. Well, you know what? This Daniel Bryan's getting over. We don't want him to get over. We're going to find a way to show these fans that they're wrong. And we're going to get our writing team to write something that's... That's not what this business has ever been anywhere, anywhere in the world, except for one place, WWE. Everybody else... You know what? The bubble got over. Well, let's make a damn shirt out of it. Uh, can you imagine if the belt would have been stolen in WWE, do you think Chris Jericho would be in his palatial mansion in a hot tub cutting the pro... Of course not. They'd have 40 people working on this problem, writing some stupid promo. There's no way this would ever happen. But that's one promotion in one place in history. Everybody else would have done what Chris Jericho did. You literally uh, said it all. Um, Because the only thing I was going to say is, I mean... I hope you were asking that question rhetorically about WWE because you already know the answer. Let me listen to yourself. Listen to what you just said. They are not doing wrestling, whereas everybody else is doing wrestling. I mean, that's it's just that simple. It's not that difficult. It's not that hard. Everybody else has got to make chicken salad out of chicken whatever, and WWE can do what they're doing and operate in their own stratosphere, and that's why I say sometimes, you know, there's WWE and then there's – the rest of wrestling, and you can't hold them to the same, uh, even the same level sometimes because they're not doing what everybody else is doing. They're not doing just regular booking and taking things as they come, and if somebody gets hurt or something changes or something happens, adapting on the fly and then going with it. It's the old Bill Watts thing. You know, whatever you get thrown, how are you going to make it make sense? How are you going to make it happen? And it was that knowledge passed on to Jim Cornette where he was rated nonstop and had things change on him and angles drop on a dime and have guys who were feuding all of a sudden be friends instantly and all that sort of stuff. That's how he was able to adapt. And that's, you know, that pressure create diamonds when you're able to sit back and, and change things and have an old man be crazy and just do whatever. You get what you get. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Nothing on that beat, go. 
Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. At Aaron's, we believe good people are all around us. In fact, you hear it on the news all the time. People formed a human chain to rescue a man during the storm. That's why Aaron's approves good people other stores won't. Your credit isn't the best? That's fine. Need more time to pay? Let's work it out. Want hundreds of options from top brands? Just lease with Aaron's. We even deliver to you for free. Because good people always deserve better. Aaron's. Easy, beautiful, affordable. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. In the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Well, let's go through some of these texts. We'll find out what else we want to talk about here today. What's the deal with the Ric Flair WWE The Man copyright stuff? Well, that is a good question. So, where is it here? I got so many notes here about all of this stuff. <sighs> and, of course, now I can't find it. Basically, Ric Flair's filing suit because he wants the trademark for the man. Threatening legal action 
against WWE for their use of the man. In a video posted Thursday, Fleur told TMZ that WWE's lawyer blew he and his lawyer off on two separate occasions in 2018 and 2019 about financial compensation for Becky Lynch's use of the man, a term he has used since 1981. Claims a WWE lawyer initially said the term wasn't even close to what Flair had trademarked. He said he wanted to work out a private agreement with WWE, but they had no interest in doing so. He even reached out to Triple H, but they could not come to an agreement. Flair said he owns the trademark for the phrase, to be the man, you gotta beat the man, and filed for a trademark on the man on August 26th, specifically as it relates to wrestling. He said he had no issues with Lynch or her use of the term as long as he is compensated for it. He added that his daughter Charlotte is upset at him for filing the trademark. He said his goal is to ensure his family is financially taken care of after he is gone, especially his wife. Well, hey, I don't know. I don't know everything that's going on with this story. And I don't want to speak too much about it. But I do know that historically, and I'm not saying that this is the case here, But historically, if WWE has something trademarked and you decide that you want to go elsewhere and use that trademark, boy, is that not okay with WWE. But as is the case here, if if someone else has been using something and they decide that they want to use it, they feel that that's their like that's their deal. They can do that. And we'll see what happens. I, I, I would presume this is not going to go to court or there will be further legal action, but. Who knows? Is Mike there? Did Mike vanish? Apparently Mike is gone. I didn't do anything this time. So we'll see if he returns. Hopefully everything is all right. All right. This person here says, by the way, if you want to give us a call, 844-411-5411 is the phone number. That is 844-411-5411. This person says, interestingly enough, when the Tallahassee PD posted the pic of the title on Facebook, A.W. posted a screenshot of the post and then deleted it eight hours later. Well, I'll try to find out the timeline of what happened and whether or not A.W. asked for it to be pulled. Maybe they wanted to do something with it. Uh, Maybe they didn't. Uh, I don't know what the story is, but I just know the timeline. So there you go. This person here says, One thing that caught my attention last night from Observer Radio was the fact that either you or Dave said that one person comes up with the idea and someone different creates the story. How can anyone write passionately about somebody else's idea? As long as the storylines, in my opinion, are as dumb as a Roman Bray one, or was nothing, or nothing will change in my opinion. You will always have things as confusing as they are. Another draft, another reset. I'll be watching as always. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, so the discussion we had was Dave was talking about the writers, and how the writers are not responsible for the writing. Which, he's right in the sense that when I look at the term writing, like who's writing this show, who's writing this show, my my usage of that term is who is responsible for the story of this show from the beginning to the end, or the story of this angle from beginning to end. That to me is the writer, the person responsible for writing that. But in WWE... In WWE, I guess as Dave was trying to say, that's like the director or the producer. The writer is merely the person who writes whatever he wants them to write. So 
I'll try to make this simple for everybody. Let's say that I'm Chris Jericho and my AEW title belt is stolen. And this is a storyline. And so Vince would come up to somebody and they would say, all right, the story is that Jericho's belt has been stolen. And so he's going to cut a promo about how he was launching a worldwide investigation. So the writer's job would be to write that promo. So Vince comes up with the idea. Vince has the storyline. Vince has the angle. But anything involved in it that needs to be written, whether that be a promo or whatever, that's the job of the writer. So when you see a terrible storyline like Rowan and Roman Reigns and whoever, that is Vince McMahon coming up with an idea. And the things in the storyline, like what Rowan says or this or that, that's the job of the writer. So that's basically how everything works. There's there's more to it, obviously, because Vince does tear up scripts and rewrites them. I mean, Vince could have a... Uh, let's put it this way. Vince could say, at the end of the show, Rowan is going to reveal that he did it, and he is going to beat up Daniel Bryan. So then the writer's job is to format that whole segment. What Rowan says, what Rowan does, what Daniel Bryan says. And if Vince doesn't like what that writer came up with, he can do it himself. That's the way that things are working right now in WWE. Let's go to the phones. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Ryan? Tim in Miami. I just wanted to comment real quick on this Ric Flair thing because I think it's completely ridiculous. Even if he does own the phrase to be the man, you've got to beat the man, there's probably like 20 other billion uh, phrases, book titles, movie titles that have the words the man in them, you know, like the man on the moon, the man in the mirror, all this stuff. And so if this guy was so worried about providing for his family, maybe he shouldn't have gotten divorced 18 times and blown all his money. I think he's an idiot. <laughs> well, these are these are all completely different things. When you're talking about a, a trademark, I mean, yes, Ric Flair cannot trademark the man where, like, if you're, I don't know, a, a tennis player and you win, you can't proclaim yourself the man, whatever. This is strictly in professional wrestling. He's trying to claim that in pro wrestling, there is one wrestler that has uh, used the term the man, and it's me, and nobody else should be able to use that. This is This is strictly for professional wrestling. And as far as, like, you know, what he did with his money in the past, I mean, Ric Flair is Ric Flair, and everybody listening to this now is whoever they are, but people can change. And when you're young and you think the money's always going to be there, I mean, he ain't the first guy and he ain't the last guy that's going to spend every single dime and he's going to think it's always going to be coming in. And you get older, you end up in your 70s, you see that you're not going to be around forever, and all of a sudden, you're concerned about your family's future. Now it's about saving money. That can happen. Brian, in the span of two minutes, you have changed my mind. I now think Charlotte is wrong for being mad at him. Well, it is weird. I mean, it, it, that's more like politics. Like, if the company's mad at Ric Flair, she's probably concerned that they're going to take it out on her. I don't think they're going to. But, I mean, it certainly wouldn't be the first time in wrestling history that they got mad at somebody and then took it out on, on a family member. That does happen. So if I were her, I'd be concerned, too. Yep. I'm just fascinated by it. Just wanted to weigh in. Have a good day. Thanks so much for the call. So, yeah, I don't know where uh, I don't know where Mike is. I'm going to try something here. We're going to try to do something here on the air. So 
Get ready. Watch this. Unplug. Plug back in. Mike, are you there? Eh, he, I can't hear him. Apparently he can hear me. So I guess, Mike, uh, let's try to uh, disconnect and reconnect and see if that solves the problem. I have no messages from uh, Byline indicating an issue, so sounds like an issue on that end somehow. This person here says, Seth was using the man before Becky. Well, yeah, but uh, he called himself the man, but it wasn't like he was branded as the man. I mean, Becky Lynch is branded as the man. She's got man merchandise, man on posters, the man in every interview. I mean, that's that's a little bit different than what uh, Seth Rollins was doing. Brian, any news on when Viceland will release the next string of Dark Side of the Ring? I don't know, but I will ask, and I will try and get an answer for you tomorrow. This person here says, thoughts on the lineup for the first episode of NXT on TV so far. They announced Velveteen Dream versus Strong for the North American title, and Shirai versus Belair versus Yim. The winner goes on to face Shayna. Also, is there any truth to the rumor? Candice LeRae is beaten up right now. I don't know. I will check on that. But as far as the as far as the deal, so this is going to be a spoiler for TV. So if you don't want to hear an NXT TV spoiler, uh, stop listening for about 30 seconds. But I wanted to know why Rhea Ripley wasn't involved in this match. And apparently at the tapings, they've already done a Shayna Baszler-Rhea Ripley match that ends with everybody running in. So I guess that's what they're doing to hold it off. But, I mean, to me, if you do a finish like that, I mean, there was no finish. So Rhea Ripley should automatically be given another opportunity. She should be in this match. So I don't really know what's going on. I know that my idea, which I stand by, is that Rhea Ripley should challenge Shayna Baszler on the first week that uh, AEW and NXT go head-to-head because AEW is crowning their women's champion. And quite frankly, the match they have to determine the first women's champion, I think that Rhea Ripley is better than both of them. And so if I were WWE and this is a war and I'm trying to take a shot, I put the belt on Rhea Ripley that night. And I proclaim that I've got the dominant women's champion. That's what I would do. It appears they're not going to be doing that. Unless they do that three-way and Rhea Ripley ruins that match and somehow that leads to Shayna versus Rhea Ripley on the first head-to-head battle of NXT at AEW. So that is what I would do. We'll see what they do. Person wants to know if I've forgiven Dave for eating steak without me. Well, yeah. And you know why? Because I eat steak without Dave every single day. So I think it's only fair that he can eat a steak without me once. This person here says, I think that Daniel Bryan will be revealed as the true mastermind and face reigns at Hell in a Cell. Dude, you may be right. I mean, the original plan was that Daniel Bryan was going to be facing Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. And Vince decided they didn't have enough time to properly build it up. And so they didn't put it on the second biggest show of the year, the third biggest. And instead, they came up with this bizarre storyline featuring the Vintner and the fake Vintner and Rowan and Rowan and everybody else. That's what they came up with. But that was the plan. It was to end with Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns. So in the middle of his 
fabulous story that he wrote. Vince, I guess, either came up with the idea of doing Roman Reigns versus Rowan first, or that's actually not what they're going to be doing. And I mentioned this on the Filthy Tom show yesterday, but I'll tell you here, it's absolutely true. Nobody involved with SmackDown has any idea what's going on. Nobody that is responsible for putting this show together, they have no idea where this is going. They don't know if it's going to be Daniel Bryan and Roman. They don't know if it's going to be Rowan versus Roman Reigns. Nobody knows because one guy knows right now, and it's Vince. And he's been tearing up the script every single week and writing a new one, and this is where we are right now. So if we could have a WWE writer on this show and we ask them, what's the match at the pay-per-view? They have no idea. They're just waiting on Vince. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You get a shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park, but meantime. Sound of the river, you're stopping your whole. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. 
TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, no lie, I pretty much stole Hamish's joke here on my Twitter. He's pointing out the Tallahassee Police Department investigated and solved the AEW World Championship belt mystery faster than WWE has solved the problem of Roman Reigns, Rowan, and the Vintner, and Daniel Bryan and whoever else. So I think the Tallahassee Police Department should get on that case. Because I'm, I'm not certain that case has been solved. I don't know if I trust that Vintner or Daniel Bryan. First says, Gable looked good in the King of the Ring match. But I remember you and Dave saying it was designed to get one guy over. Did that change? Well, I mean, the idea is to get Ricochet over. I think it's been like that from day one. But, I mean, the idea, the idea on Monday was to get Cedric Alexander over, and he lost. So you can have an idea to get a guy over, but he doesn't necessarily win in the end. Now, if it comes down to Ricochet and Chad Gable, I mean, do I expect Chad Gable to beat Ricochet? I do not. But it could happen. Or it could end up being Ricochet versus the Drifter, of all things. I mean, it's 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 one or the other there in the finals, at least on the one side of the bracket. It's It's Gable or the Drifter. And then there's a three-way on the other side, so... It's a very interesting tournament, and I guess I should have asked earlier in the show, but is this the best King of the Ring tournament ever, like in terms of matches? I mean, there have been some good winners, there have been some good finals, but usually like the King of the Ring tournament, there's some horrible undercard matches. Is this the best in-ring King of the Ring tournament of all time? I guess you can let me know on my Twitter at Brian Alvarez. Maybe we'll talk about it tomorrow. We are out of time today. I want to thank you all for listening. New Observer is going to be up later on today on the front page of the website. Bunch of shows, all sorts of great stuff. I'll be back tomorrow with Mike if we can figure out this issue and uh, and much more to talk about. Thanks again for listening. Thanks, everybody, the studio callers and listeners. Talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Yeah.